Yo, what's the crack? My name is Matthew Sharp and this is The Thought Floor. Cheers for coming down to my level. Today we're going to be talking about cooking and baking. I mean, it looks like we're going to be in a lockdown for another while and at the start of all this, you know, there was a lot of baking and cooking. I mean, what else is there that we could do apart from go for walks? Walking, cooking and baking. That was the only things we could do. So I felt I'd jump on and just share some of the things that I've made during this time and with it looking like we're going to be in lockdown for another few months i mean that's all we can really do bake and cook so i'm going to tell you about some of the good things that i've cooked and some of the disasters and yeah hopefully you enjoy this one so let's get started guys if you think in this episode i'm going to be sharing my michelin star recipes with you then i'm sorry to disappoint you but i'm a bit of a basic bee and just love to cook things that are nice easy uh, with a little bit of room to experiment and throw a wee herb in here take another herb away from there try herb this way try a different herb that way so can only apologize for the the lack of michelin starness of this episode but it is what it is um if michelin star chef wants to come on have a chat i would love that so if you know any michelin star chefs throw them my digits and we can get chatting but uh, <laughs> other than that yeah let's talk about food i've been cooking for as long as i can remember i mean i'm not talking about anything fancy i'm just talking about like basic stuff you know once you learn the basic pasta dishes rice dishes you know cooking with you know your basic meats like chicken beef pork um and then you know, learning about more vegetable dishes and and then maybe expanding to you know lamb and you know sort of different meats duck and all that kind of thing once you kind of have like a basic knowledge you just you know start experimenting and looking at different recipes and that's kind of what i've done you know over my life i also think with every meat dish you know there's also a vegetarian or a vegan alternative as well and i think over th- over the past number of years you know there's more vegan places opening up and you know there is real scientific evidence about the effects meat have on your body and all that sort of stuff so i do try and make vegan options and meat free options but sometimes i just want meat you know so i'm not saying no but if i can make something that you know if i'm feeling like I want to make something that has no meat in it, then I'll just do it and I'll not feel like I'm missing out because making a teriyaki stir-fry, we would eat a lot of fish as well, salmon and prawn, making some sort of teriyaki stir-fry with noodles and and salmon and veg and stuff and you know that I wouldn't have chicken in that because to me it tastes better without it. I think there does need to be a conscious effort made. I mean I'm not saying, you know, I'm not preaching veganism, I'm just saying there does need to be a conscious effort to try and eat less meat. But I mean, I eat meat four times a week at least, so I'm not the poster child. I'm just saying I think it's better not to eat as much meat. So anyway, so the main, I mean, the main things that I would be cooking are, I mean, my staple is spaghetti bolognese. Like I love spaghetti bolognese and, and that's even with a wee bit of touch of garlic bread as well on the side that's just you know that's do you know what i mean just can't beat it you know there's stir fries and satay chicken and there's satay vegetables and 
you know, there's loads of stuff, I mean, curries and all that stuff, but I think for me it's just about nailing four or five dishes and then just rotating those those dishes. I mean, I'm not making things every week, I'm not making new dishes and I think once I get bored of something, then yes, okay, and then start the time to explore, you know. I mean, we've got Joe Wicks's book and everything, you know, that, we, that we've made a few things out of and it. I think it is important to kind of forever be extending your palate and, you know, thinking about recipes. But f most of my stuff is you can you can add something or, you know, you can try it with, without this or you, know, you can substitute this for something else. I mean, one of the things that I've done is I would substitute mint for corn. So, you know, and still, you know, try and get that meat flavour out of the corn. So, just be things like that, you know. I mean, like I said, I'm not trying to be, you know, flipping Michelin star. But I'm just, just making things that I enjoy making as well. That's another thing. Like, I don't want to sit with a recipe book and all these, like, intricate ingredients. Trying to make some sort of, like real fancy dish to then just eat it and then have to do all the cleaning up after and be like yeah that was nice but like it took me an hour to prep the food cook it and then eating it only took me like 15 minutes to eat it so so i'm just making things that are not boring to make because i don't want to just sit and cook you know a piece of chicken on a pan and then have vegetables and potatoes or something but um, trying to add new sauces, add ingredients, you know, cook things on the pan um, that, you know, is exciting, you know, a bit of sizzle and, and just experiment that way. Um, and then when I get bored of that, I'll just, you know, research, have a look for something else. But until then, that's why this episode is called Bolognese and Banana Bread, because it's those are like the two staple things that I'm, I'm making, adding different vegetables into the bolognese. You know, making banana bread, trying to add less sugar, taking away this, less bananas, making smaller amount, all that sort of stuff. So it's just about experimenting with different recipes that I know how to make. And then once they become born, then I just move on, get new recipes in. Not that I don't know how to make loads of things, I do, but it's just, I just feel like I don't want to have to make six meals. You know, I don't, I don't want to have to make six meals a week. I just want to be able to make four or five meals. One of them meals will be my lunch. Or, I mean, if I'm talking about lunch and dinner, you know what I mean, that's that's 12 meals. So, just by cooking things are still exciting, but are simple and still, you know, still find that sense of joy in cooking them. Baking, on the other hand, is something that I struggle with because I'm a bit impatient. Baking is a science which Bethany always reminds me because, you know, I'm just like, why can't we just stick this in there, stick it in there, mix it up, throw it in the oven. The higher the heat, the quicker it'll cook. That's my kind of thinking behind bacon when actually that's not the way you should bake at all. So yeah, I've been going on this kind of bacon journey over the past year as we have nothing else to do really. So I wanted to talk about some of the things that I've been baking over lockdown and whatnot and yeah i mean hopefully it inspires you to do you're baking yourself who knows but i'm just gonna list them off here and then i'm gonna talk about them because i think i mean i say a list but it's literally four things and you can't even count one of them as bacon because it's not <laughs> but donuts brownies 
chocolate cake and rice crispy buns now i wonder if you can guess which one of those requires no bacon that's what i've made the first thing that i made in lockdown was donuts and let me tell you they were nice for the first half an hour and after that they went completely hard but they were still nice for the first half an hour anyway i made them they look good on the instagram they tasted good for the first half an hour so you see i didn't want to use yeast i was a wee bit lazy because i thought i don't want to have to wait for the dough to rise and you know bat it about then let it rise again and blah 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 i need the dough i was like just give me a recipe that has no yeast i don't have to wait i can literally make the dough shape it and then just bung them into the oil boom bam bing get them done get them in my belly and that's what i did and that's probably why they went so bad after half an hour but they were still nice that first half an hour was bliss all covered in sugar and all that was nice and i think i've said half an hour more times in this one segment talking about donuts than i have in my entire life just in case you didn't hear they were only nice in the first half an hour so if you're making donuts probably best to use yeast or just don't do what i did and then we move on to brownies now i have to admit i didn't actually make the brownies bethany made them bethany makes the best brownies um so i actually didn't make the brownies but i was there and i helped so technically even though i didn't fully make them i was still there i still helped so i'm still putting it in my little book of things i made over lockdown and they're just the best crunchy on the outside gooey in the middle you know and we, we made some at christmas and when it comes to baking things i'm not much of a sharer i think it's the only child in me i mean i don't mind sharing big packet of crisps or chocolate or normal things maybe sometimes i forget to ask that's just a lonely child in me but when it comes to baking i'm a bit precious of the things that i make and i it takes me a bit of convincing to be like we are going to share those but hey so we made brownies at christmas they went down a treat probably at about a half a kilo probably and and maybe a kilo in brownies that's probably a huge exaggeration but for the podcast that's how much brownies i ate we haven't made them since christmas so it's not as if we're making them every week or anything definitely nice if anyone has had the pleasure and there's only been a few people that have had the pleasure of trying bethany's brownies because they're a rare commodity you have been graced with brownie goodness and then from that i was craving some sort of cake and the shops were closed and bethany managed to rustle up this like three ingredient cake chocolate cake and just stick a bit of icing sugar over it and it was class it was great it was like didn't take that long and was perfect so we had donuts we got brownies chocolate cake and i think the first thing that we actually made wasn't baked 
we just made it was Rice Krispie buns. We went through uh, a stage where we didn't want to snack as much and you know we didn't want to buy packets of stuff and whatnot so we decided to make Rice Krispie buns and limit ourselves to a couple of Rice Krispie buns a week and um, because they were so like they were quite big and you know we used Cadbury's chocolate on the top and we used Mars bar for combined the Rice Krispies you know it was very very uh, rich and it took me a solid like 10 minutes to eat one because it was so like thick and stuff so that was good the Rice Krispie buns are an easy one you're not even really baking you're just you're just sticking a bunch of ingredients together and melting the chocolate so that was a good good starting place but what I really want to make next is a carrot cake and some people may not think carrot cake is a dessert but I do because I love I love carrot cake um it used well I used to think it was like a healthy alternative to having chocolate cake but it's not it's got just as much sugar and bad stuff in it <laughs> as I mean it's got one of your five a day but it's still um super bad for you but that's the next thing I would love to make a carrot cake so I think over the next couple of weeks do my research you know get the ingredients and you know have a go at a carrot cake but the main thing that I've been baking over lockdown has been banana bread it's one of the the few things that you bake where you can use fruit that's kind of going off and I suppose that's like when it's like really ripe there's like a fine line between when bananas are like really really ripe and going black and all you just mush them all up get them in get the flour in and sugar and all this also i also used to think banana bread was a bit healthy because it was banana but it's also not healthy it's a bit like carrot cake there's a whole lot of sugar in it so i started making banana bread first one was perfect we put a cinnamon on the top cinnamon sugar on the top perfect I was like, okay, okay, we're getting it. The second one was woeful. It was terrible. It was like, I got too cocky after the first one and thought, you know what? I don't even need a recipe book. I've made this sweet already. Like, I, like pardon the pun, but I've made this class. So I'm just gonna do what I did last time and it's gonna turn out great. I don't know what I did. I think I didn't have I usually put four bananas in it, I only put two bananas in it. And then I didn't adjust the recipe to cater the two bananas. So then it was really dry and it was like, just, ugh, you know, not great. So I then went back to the, the drawing board and, you know, <laughs> got the recipe book out and uh, just kept following the recipe book. And, and then ever since it's been sweet. And banana bread is like a staple. I make banana bread at least three times a month. I wouldn't say I make it every week, but I do make it two to three times a month. And it's a pretty simple recipe. And, and I think that's, you know, I've talked a lot about bacon. And if you're still with me, um, I will go on to talk about food just a bit because there's not that many recipes that I'm going to be talking about. But it's, it's nice to have just a wee bit of that loaf midday. Just like a wee, you know, hot chocolate, tea, coffee, wee bit of banana bread you know just goes down it goes down a treat do you know what i mean so that's the main thing that i've been making of bacon and carrot cakes the next thing maybe i'll just go through all the fruits maybe i'll make a peach cobbler and then and then i'll make an apple pie you know what i'll just keep going through all the fruits i'll get as many fruits as i can and i'll make some sort of bake good 
with them some some sort of baked good and see how many how many um fruits we can use guys look i hope this episode this has been a bit of a longer one tonight uh usually around the 10 minute mark but this one's creeped over the 15 minute mark so there's a little milestone for me hopefully i haven't rambled too much but yeah guys look thanks for listening to the end thanks for supporting the podcast and the feedback that I've been getting so far has been overwhelming and it's been great. So thank you so much for listening. And yeah, hopefully we'll have some uh, interesting guests coming on over uh, the next load of months as well. Um, as I think it's about time that we start to introduce guests and have people on. Because, you know, six episodes of me talking has been great. But I think it's now time to kind of share some thoughts with other people i mean it is called the thought floor so i think it's time to maybe get some people on and share some thoughts so guys look i hope you've enjoyed this one and i hope it's been beneficial as always and sure you'll hear me in the next one